0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today, we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have the return of blind spotting and some protect your neck news. Next, we'll discuss the DOJ's recent announcement that it will no longer prosecute good faith researchers for violations of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. According to a recent congressional report, the federal government may only be aware of 25% of ransomware attacks. The trouble is that government officials don't know the exact number of attacks, the impact of these attacks on victims, and the alarming amount of money that victims are paying. Part of the reason for this is that there is no requirement for most victims to report these attacks. According to the Washington Post, One of the consequences is that without accurate and complete data, it is harder for law enforcement to investigate these attacks, which limits the ability of agencies to help victims, and it also makes it harder for companies to protect themselves because they don't know how extensive these attacks actually are. Our next story is a follow-up from an earlier episode. Last month, the FBI released a transparency report that revealed that the Bureau had run over 3 million searches of U.S. resident data that was collected without a warrant under Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. This was an increase of over 2 million from the previous 12-month reporting period. Now members of Congress are asking the FBI to explain this dramatic increase. Section 702 is set to expire at the end of 2023 and the FBI's answers to Congress will have a big impact on whether it's reauthorized. The Wall Street Journal is reporting on a significant increase in the cost of cybersecurity insurance coverage. According to an insurance industry watchdog group, direct written premiums collected by the largest insurance carriers in 2021 increased by 92%. Some insurance providers explained that this increase is part of the market correcting itself after years of rates that did not reflect actual cybersecurity risk. Along with this increase in price, companies are required to show that they meet certain minimum cybersecurity hygiene requirements to even get policies. This is all part of a maturing process for the cybersecurity market. While we should certainly apply these new requirements for eligibility, the increased costs can make companies reluctant or even unable to purchase policies, especially with some insurance providers cutting what their policies actually cover and creating more carve-outs that limit coverage related to acts of war. This change of the market will certainly have an impact on how companies approach cybersecurity incidences and reporting we now have the return of one of our older segments called blind spotting this is where we talk about a policy blind spot in the use of our technology we talked about in previous episodes the issues with ai when it comes to race and gender but here's a quick refresher studies have found that when ai is used in a hiring process Algorithms have been found to automatically assign job candidates different scores based on random criteria, like whether somebody wears glasses or a headscarf or if they have a bookshelf in the background uh, during a video interview. Even worse, some hiring algorithms penalize applicants for having a black sounding name or mentioning a woman's college. But according to WIRED, The Department of Justice and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC, have released guidance on what businesses and government agencies must do to make sure that their use of AI in the hiring process complies with the Americans with Disability Act. The EEOC instructs employers to disclose to job seekers not only when AI is being used to evaluate them, but what traits those algorithms actually assess. This is a great step forward, even if it doesn't address the underlying issues with some algorithms. We also have some protect your neck news during this segment. We'll be talking about current scams. You should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to security week this week, Google released a new version of Chrome that patches 32 vulnerabilities. A number of the vulnerabilities found and reported to Google were through the company's bug bounty program that paid researchers based on severity of the vulnerability. So if you use the Chrome browser, it's important to update to the newest version. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step kid and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. The Department of Justice announced that prosecutors won't charge good-faith cybersecurity researchers for exceeding authorized access in a tech system. In the past, these actions often brought charges for the violation of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. The DOJ's actions come after the Supreme Court had already narrowed the scope of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act in civil cases. The guidance defines good faith to mean research aimed primarily at improving the safety of sites, programs, or devices, as opposed to exploration aimed at demanding money in exchange for withholding disclosure or exploitations of a security flaw. It's important to remember that this announcement only applies to criminal cases. And companies can still bring civil actions against researchers. In addition, there are still some open questions about the scope of the guidance and the potential that some prosecutors could still bring these types of criminal charges. But this has the potential to help researchers continue to find vulnerabilities that protect all of us. Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Lucy, You've Got Some Splaining To Do Award. This was the catchphrase of Ricky Ricardo from the hit TV show, I Love Lucy. Right now, privacy search engine and browser company DuckDuckGo have to explain about a hidden tracking agreement with Microsoft that allows the company to use trackers while other tech companies' trackers are blocked when users use Duck DuckDuckGo's Browser. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at NothingAboutYou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.